drinking night. With a movie problem. Tonight we watched Amadeus. Oh, you... What? You ruined my plan. What was your plan? You were going to say, I'm Laura, and then I was going to say, Amadeus. Oh, But you skipped the I'm no. not I'm Laura part. The, Do you want the to only start over? time. No, to start no, over? we're gonna keep this audio because this is perfect. That's very clever. The one, you. the one time, the one time in like fifty <laughs> episodes of this that we don't do the I'm Matt and I'm Laura thing. I had a pun. It was very clever. You can do it at so the clever. It we can so close clever. with the I'm Laura and I'm a day. We can close with it. We can no. Close with it. That'd be no. great. No, moment's over. Fine. Drama queen. All right. But Just no. like Amadeus was. Yes, he very much was. That was a, it was a great movie. I really liked it. Dude, that was incredible. I remember watching like clips of this in like high school yeah. on occasion. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know what we were supposed to learn from it. Maybe it was just like you're in a public school, just stop, stop bothering your teacher and let them think for a minute movie day kind of thing. Man, I would have loved to have watched this uh, in high school or middle school. I mean, it, what I found really surprising is it was so entertaining. Mm. And it was nice and refreshing in that I feel like you and I have seen a lot of biographies lately that have just kind of been like, kind of funded by the guy or girl yeah and they're they're well made they're well made but they're also like half the plot is like and fuck those guys yeah yeah rocket man was especially like you could tell that elton john like was a part of the production and funding for that movie because like it makes a big deal out of how mean his spouse who cheated on him was. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, though. You were Elton John, and this was the 70s. You were, like, Sir? sleeping with everything that moved. <laughs> it's a weird that a major plot point of this film is, like, my boyfriend cheated on me. It was real mean. Like, yep. But yeah, or, Joy. Or, Joy. Joy was great, Joy too, because Joy, I remember Joy ending with um, like a title card about how she, she made a multi-million dollar company doing these television sales. And she produced all kinds of products that were her family's dumb ideas and none of them were ever good. But she did it anyway, even though she loved them. It's like, oh, OK, Joy, like Joy, who produced this movie, clearly has some unsettled issues. You, you, you. So it was nice. It was Some nice going back and watching a biography that's, you know, that doesn't have the subject producing said movie. Well, yeah, or biopic. A biopic, know? yeah. Although I am looking forward to the Napoleon biopic. Oh, man, that's going to be really cool. It looks cool. so good. Yeah. But Amadeus, yeah, like... They, they've, they, it's interesting. I was reading a little bit. The, the rivalry with Salieri actually is kind of constructed, but there, there were room. They're like people, people did claim that like Salieri had something to do with uh, Mozart's death during, uh, during his mm. lifetime, and it like totally tormented Salieri because he like there are no indications that like there was like people accused Salieri of poisoning him, but his death was like. A cerebral hemorrhage and some other. What was it you were you were reading it? Yeah, I actually wasn't quite sure what the medical condition was. Yeah, but it, but anyway, it, it very like they they don't. He think had it, tonsillitis. He died of tonsillitis. Well, I, I don't think it's what he died of. Oh. It was just like this reoccurring oh, health problem that he geez. was suffering from, not really living his best life. 
Well, I mean, he was also 35. But yeah, I like, I feel like, I guess one, I really loved, they did a couple of really great cuts on the music that, that I think, you know, like cutting to, uh, you know, the cut to um, Stanzi coming back in her carriage as he's dying. Um, the cut of the cut of the, the father saying, "Don't you dare oh, oh God, marry that, was... that anybody! If there is anything you do, do not get married." Cut. Cut to pan down in the ceremony. They've got their holding hands. Yeah, it's so good. It was so well constructed. It's so well shot. There's so many great edits. There's there was one where where she's like being yelled at by a really screechy woman. I think oh, it was the, his wife's mom. Or yeah, his yeah. Wife's mom. His, 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 so his wife had just left him and his mom was coming in doing or her mom was coming in doing the she's left you. It was my idea. I always knew you were a creep and a problem, which is funny because like she was actually earlier in the movie pushing really hard for the two of them to get married. Yep. Um, but then, yeah, they, they they cut to like her her vocalizations suddenly become opera vocalizations and then you cut to an opera he's he's working on and it's kind of fun as it's bouncing between like the upper class like proper operas as well as the riffraff operas yep i was just it's, i really love the narrative device of framing it through salieri yeah like what a brilliant window mm-hmm mm-hmm it because it puts you outside of Mozart. Yeah, and he's not the main character, so you don't have to worry too much about that. So you don't necessarily... It, by putting it through the perspective of Salieri, you sidestep all of the major traps of a more traditional biopic. How do you mean? It is just... The character... Well, it's interesting. Was Is there character growth among Salieri? Because there wasn't really among Mozart... Yeah. He just kind of deteriorated. But Salieri just fell from grace in the most spectacular fire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he basically just gave in to his his jealousy. It's, it's really interesting because the two of them do <clears throat> have this really... It kind of reminded me of Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton of, like, this this just re- this relationship. Yeah. But, like, where one of them has everything that the other one wants you know like like you know that the 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 way in which burr like just hamilton doesn't hesitate he exhibits no restraint he takes and he takes and he takes and he keeps winning anyway why can't i you know mm-hmm. like well, why why and the effortlessness mm-hmm. he would have been a really boring protagonist to just kind of like it, it, there, it's interesting in that you can absolutely see how if he was the the protagonist and you were following him the whole time, how you would probably feel in some way like Salieri of just like, God damn it. This yeah. guy is just like, he's just a walking prodigy. He's yeah. composing by the age of four or five. So yeah. it's like, it's just unrelatable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and by putting by putting the film through Salieri's eyes, it enables them to kind of elevate to, to elevate Mozart such that he he is this kind of like external force. He is this kind of like higher uh, creature in the way that Salieri talks about him, you know, and I mean, they do make a point like, you know, uh, or, or, and, and you're, you're right that by framing it through Salieri, they create, they, they better 
lean into that dynamic. I thought it was really interesting too. Like Salieri is kind of, you don't get into it, but he's kind of cursed in a way in a, in a, in like in that, or at least the thesis of, or part of the film's thesis, right. Or, or how the film's perspective on art is that like, not everyone can appreciate it properly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like part of Mozart's problem is that the King thinks his, uh, his, his operas just have too many notes and, and the people of Vienna aren't enthusiastic about his, his work, despite the fact that like Salieri and all the, all the professional musicians with the right ear can kind of hear the, the sheer perfection of the work he's doing. It's almost like there's a quality that, uh, that his work has that the riffraff can't appreciate. And it's like, you could almost see Salieri as, as a cursed man in that, like, he has the ear to appreciate that, but no capacity to create it himself. It's it's almost like if he would, if he, if he was just like, if he was like the king, if he had the king's ear, then he could be perfectly content with his own pieces and feel great about them. But he's able to appreciate the, that things just enough that he can feel that gap, and but, the gap eats him. <clears throat> but it eats him alive. It consumes him. The, the, the scenes with the king were so well written. Oh, yeah. It was just so beautiful how everyone's constantly dancing around and how the people who were the best at dancing around mm-hmm. the king's emotions and figuring that out. And it mm-hmm. was just it was beautifully. Well, written. And, and the and the and the way in which like his authority is projected through like he'll, these final crushing decisions that are made where he's just like, well. That's that then. Where he has advisors, but the advisors are all just parrots. Yeah. It's almost, it's a guessing game too that he plays with his advisors of like, what's the king thinking? Yeah. And it's also like, but but it is also like learning to turn, like learning to turn the neck. If the, you know, the king is very clearly the head, but the right advisor and and Salieri is able to do this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because uh, the king is, is, you know, initially considering Mozart as his cousin's teacher. Um, and Salieri is first able to stall him by saying, well, you know, we have to be fair. We can't pay, you can't show favoritism. So we'll do this application process. And, and that's how we'll pick who, who her teacher will be. Um, and then at the, after that process goes on for a bit, he's able to finally pull the rug completely by just dropping a little hint that Mozart is a little bit of a lech, uh, and maybe the, the maybe the, the king's cousin would not be safe with, uh, her honor might not be safe with, with Mozart as a tutor. Which, the movie never really... Yeah, it's it, 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 he doesn't actually seem yeah. like he's he's very very he uh, he enters onto the stage pursuing Stanzi around a party and you get the sense that he's a very like he's raucous like, right. party boy but uh, you never actually see him pursue any other any women other than his wife. Nope. Even the um the Opera singer. Yeah, that Salieri was obsessed with. Yeah, Salieri he's convinced that Mozart had slept with her, but it's really only because she reacts jealously when uh, when she meets uh, uh, 
Mozart's then fiance Stanzi. Yeah. Right. Like she gets really upset yeah. because, you know, but it, but it seems just as likely that it's because she wanted to sleep with him, but he has chosen a woman that she views as just so much less than her. And yeah. that is just a slap to the face. And it's, it, you know, uh, it's very in keeping with her, with, with the kind of egotistical kind of way in which she's presented. I mean, Salieri describes her as like a songbird that needs to kind of strut or something like that. Yeah. 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 It, I look costumes. Yes. Were incredible. Just incredible. The costumes were incredible. The compositions, like the cinematography was Gorgeous. You a shot that you really loved where it um, when Mozart was dying with the candelabra. Yeah, the candles were just burning him up in the foreground. Oh yeah, they they framed yeah they they yeah. Fr they framed his like super pale face just mm -hmm. you know with with the uh, two kind of wings of the candelabra. Really yeah, that well. was great. There was another candle sequence you like. There was like one candle going out. Yes, it was when the when Stanzi was came after hours to Salieri and took her clothes off. Oh yeah, when he was like And there's like I, a chandelier <clears throat> there's like a, a chandelier and a single candle is out and it, the just smoke is just rising up through the shot as further in the foreground she's taking her clothes off and then in the background you're looking at him watching her take her clothes off and between the two of them is like the smoke rising up from this candelabra. Yeah, what do you do, really do, you, well. do you think he intended to go through with it and then changed his mind or if it was like a power play to humiliate her? I think he panicked. Yeah. I think he totally panicked. I do not think he had a plan. Mhm. Mm yeah, cuz like she came she came asking for his help to get uh Mozart the appointment with the cousin. He's deep in his hating of Mozart and his jealousy, but he's been feigning false. He feigns false friendship to Mozart throughout the entire film. You know, and it's weird in that by the time you get to the tail end, there is such. It, there's something it, between. There is something between them, and that's what's so weirdly fascinating about this movie, and so reflective of how life works, where he spent his entire life obsessing over this guy and trying to tear him down and destroy him. And he wants to like, he wants to be the hand of God. He wants to be involved, as you were saying earlier as well, which is totally yeah. apt. He wants to be a part of this process and he gets to do that with Mozart. And then the, you're right in that there is this like almost fraternal bond between the two of them and this like rivalry, this relationship develops. And it's really, really weirdly poetic at the tail end. Yeah, yeah. It's like he spent this whole time trying to, tear Mozart down while faking being his friend. But then by faking being his friend, Mozart thought he was his friend. And then in the end, he gets finally taken into Mozart's confidences and he's the one helping him try to finish this one last requiem. And, and, and all of a sudden there is like a very real camaraderie in that room. And yeah. It, it, because Salieri could have sabotaged <laughs> that. Yeah. But he didn't want to sabotage that. He wanted to be a part of, he wanted to have one piece. He wanted to find a way to just 
steal Mozart's genius for just yeah. a little bit. He could he, he he wanted to have it so badly. And he never published the Lacrimosa under his own name, which he very well could have at that moment. Mm-hmm. He also never actually destroyed any of Mozart's work. It's interesting. In that, for all the access he had. Yes, for all the access. And knowing how many of those were just original copies, I was just waiting, waiting, waiting for him to toss something in the fire. To But yeah. the worst he ever did was step on it. You yeah. know, it's like he had so much respect and he loved the work itself so much. Yeah, part, if he didn't love the work itself so much, he wouldn't have hated Mozart as much as he did. Mm-hmm. That was part that was part of it, you know, like was was the 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 undisputable supremacy of Mozart's work that it like reached Kind of like food wars, right? <laughs> like, like when 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 the uh, when the chef gives you the food and you hate the chef, but then, yeah, yeah, but then, yeah. but then despite your, despite how much thoughts. you despite how much you hate him, his food is so delicious so and good. you can't deny it. Yeah, and and yeah, it, it's very. It's a great way of doing a biopic of like ah, that relationship is just so fascinating, even if it was largely speculative Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a fun speculation i can't believe mozart died at 35 yeah i mean i knew he died young but 35 (laughs) that's wild any any, anything you would change anything you would do differently uh reading up on the wikipedia page he had an older sister who was also a child prodigy Mm. i would have included her i think that would have been interesting yeah yeah. Not necessarily for like hashtag girl power, but just kind of have her as one other piece of this life. Mm-hmm. Of course, we didn't actually get a lot of baby Mozart. Yeah. We're introduced to, to Mozart around like 17, 18 ish. Yeah. 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 I can't decide whether. <clears throat> oh, I also love the little moments about Marie Antoinette. Like things are fine. France yeah. is fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I wonder how the film would play differently if you gave some kind of a nod to how much practice goes into actually becoming who he was. Like he was Mm -hmm. doing these symphonies at four kind of like, because his dad was like Serena Williams's dad of like, just, well, yeah, because his dad, A, was a composer, and yeah. B, the reason that he was practicing at, like, two and three is because he was teaching his ta- child prodigy sister, or the dad was teaching the child prodigy sister, mm-hmm. and he's three and he has nothing to do. Yeah. So he's there, and you get, it's interesting the way that, like, people that really do become, that really hit the pinnacle of mm-hmm. accomplishment they do tend to hit these, like, that it's like it lines up both a skill set and an interest at a very young age. Like, yeah. And a lot, and a lot of times Bill it's, Gates well, and a lot of times program, it's, a, well, and a lot because of, his mom had access to the local university. Yeah. But a lot of, but a lot of times it's also a function of an overbearing parent because mm-hmm. like a three-year-old doesn't actually like the parent is the one who decides the three-year-old is going to be obsessed with piano mm-hmm. to a degree. Like, Oh, a hundred percent. And then if the parent admits like, Oh no, 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 no. My four-year-old's really only doing this because I've been four, because they don't get to eat dinner unless they do it. Yeah. No one's going to admit to that, but yeah. that is a hundred percent. Probably how a lot of that works. Yeah. Ah, child prodigies. <laughs> <laughs> what would you change? I don't know if I would change. Like, uh, oh, I like the little moments of like 
how music was woven into the fabric of the film where like whenever Salieri was flipping through music pieces, it would play the music that he yeah. was looking at. Yeah. The way that they, they see, they can hear the music as they're reading it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Mozart was going insane and like, he was just hearing the music, you then also heard the music mm-hmm. and that was really well done. It was interesting in that it's like, yeah, it, it was, it brought you into the headspace of, composers in a way that was pretty cool because you can really only do that in a movie about composers because those are the people when you look at them and you hear the music you can as an audience recognize that what's happening is you're inside of their their head head. yeah and that's pretty cool yeah so you wouldn't change that much no well i would i'm on the fence about because i think about how the film would change if there was some kind of moment or understanding with salieri but uh, and Mozart, where Salieri has some understanding of what it cost Mozart to become who he was, because Salieri, mm. Salieri, He's Salieri's envy burns in part because he thinks that Mozart was just born with this. Yeah, that Mozart just came out a prodigy with a with a, with, well, a ta- had, and, and with a talent that Salieri can never have, and a dad Salieri never had. Yeah, and and it would be interesting. It would be interesting if. Or I don't know if I would change it this way, but it would be an interesting and different movie if part of the tragedy of the the end of Mozart, of, of Mozart's death, is also that <clears throat> that somewhere in that conversation, in those last moments, Salieri realizes that, you know, that Mozart wasn't born this way, that this this innate super talent that he's been envying and hating the whole time is actually something that like that Mozart bled for you know yeah it's interesting because and this is maybe something else i would have changed in the tail end there where you actually had those two protagonists each with a father that they despised and under the impression that the father did not help or support them in any way shape or form and it's actually really funny reading through the mozart's like wikipedia page where the father was very supportive and dedicated almost all of his time for his kid, and yet, well, when we're coming in, when Mozart's like 18, his father is horrifying and definitely not what Mozart hashtag needs right now. But anyway, what I'm saying is like both of the protagonists had father figures that they blame and hate and have these weird daddy issues. Yeah. And neither of those ever overlapped. But it was very interesting because they were de- very defining aspects for their characters. Yes. But you never saw I you never saw those two daddy issues overlap. No, yeah. And 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 Mozart's daddy issues were these very like he very much needed like he it's interesting. He he was a kid that had he was one of these kids that had like extremely controlling parents. And appears to have never learned how to control himself. Mm-hmm. So like he he ends up as an adult needing that strong hand. And like, you know, Stanzi can kind of fill in a little bit here and there. But when his dad dies, it's like he's just lost. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Salieri blames his father for never, for wanting him to become what, like a banker or something? Yeah, he describes his dad's death as a miracle. Yeah. 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 That's maybe something else that could have made this movie go from like an eleven to twelve. Yeah. Like it's it's a really still good movie. fantastic film. It's yep. probably one of the best we've seen. This kind of very much reminds me of having watched Schindler's List and just being like, "Well, that was good, and that was good, and that was good, and that was good." Yeah, it was good. It was good. 
Any final thoughts? Mm -mm. No more final puns? I've been thinking of any. <gasps> <laughs>